Welcome back. This is the Solutions by Southwest Utility Podcast. And today I am so excited to have one of my customers on our uh, podcast today. We are continuing the Tell Me Your Story series that we started a few years ago. I'm so excited to share with you the stories of other leaders in our multifamily industry. Today, I have the privilege to sit down with uh, virtually, but nonetheless sit down with one of my current customers, Miss um, Aura. Miss Aura works um, for one of my uh, property management partners, and she has been with them for the last six months, but she has been in the industry um, for a very long time, uh, since 2012, in fact. So I am so, so, so excited to have her on today. We're going to talk about her story. Um, we're going to talk about um, you know, how to maintain efficiency on site when you uh, lead and manage a community. Um, I'm just so excited for her to share her wisdom and her experience with us so that we can become better professionals in the multifamily world. So, or I'll let you say hello and then we'll get started. Well, hello there. I'm so thankful for being here. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Um, I am thrilled to hear what your story is. So question number one I have for you is, Laura, who are you? Tell me what drives you. Tell me how you got in this industry, what you're all about, and why you're still in it. Oh, my goodness. So going back to, what, 2012, I was literally like 20 years old. Um, so I I pretty much had a, a good background with business management just from going to school. And then um, I did cosmetology, so I was kind of in between what I really wanted. You know, you're kind of young. You don't really know, but... Eventually, um, I did get hired for um, my very first um, leasing agent position, and that's how I started. I went from leasing to assistant and moved up um, and within the industry with a different couple of uh, management companies, but they were all very great. They all taught me. Um, basically, they, they taught me how to do my job um, and also looking at other people and watching other people and having role models around you that you want to look up to. I feel like I've been one of those women that really love women empowerment. And so I look up to women a lot. Um, And so that's pretty much what got me here. I could say is just listening and loving what I do and really caring about people is probably why I'm still here. Because if we always say this, if you're not a people person, you're not going to, you're just not going to like being in this industry, but it's, it's been a lot of, work um and it's been a lot of um a lot of different obstacles with covid and whatnot but it's it's been it's been great that's awesome. That's awesome. And I think you're totally right. If you don't love people and you don't have a passion for people, this is not the business for you. Multifamily is not the world to be yeah. in. <laughs> we become so close to some of our residents. I mean, literally, we've seen everything. I've seen people pass away in their units. I've seen co-workers pass away I've seen I mean just people will come to you for advice personal Mm -hmm. advice residents will be like I don't know what to do could you help me I mean we become like their psychiatrist (laughs) we don't we need one (laughs) 
does we need a psychiatrist? Right? That, that is so true. Oh my God, that is so true. It's like free therapy, but oh wait, hi, I, I need some help too. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're so right though. I mean, it really mm-hmm. is, it is a people business. I, you know, I always tell my partners and, you know, my employees and just my friends who aren't, you know, friends that even aren't as intimately involved in multifamily that are kind of looking in and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they kind of understand the industry a little bit, right. but are, they're not in it. That yes. this is so intimate. Like everything we do is so intimate, especially on the property management side. And, yes. you know, as a as a vendor, right, I understand how what I do affects you. But at the end of the day, what you guys do, I mean, you're, we're not just leasing units for the heck of it. Like these are people's no. homes. Like people mm-hmm. are raising their families in families. these units. It's a big deal. It is a very big deal. Yes, you become really close to some people. And it's hard to let go sometimes. And then they don't want to let go of you. They're like, where are you going? No, yes. let me know if you ever leave. And it's just sometimes the business calls another business, you know, mm-hmm. venture and you have to eat leave. And so it it's crazy, but it's, it's definitely, it fits my character. Yeah. So I feel like that's the reason why I'm still here and I will continue to be. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you do. You have to have a special personality and an even mm-hmm. more special heart to stay in it for as long as you have. That is really incredible. 2012 being when you first started in the industry um, and having started so young, that is yes. so cool. So you've literally been able to grow up in the industry. How neat literally. is that? Yes, literally, I became a woman. <laughs> literally, like it's it's insane how long I've been in this industry. Sometimes I can't even. It seems unreal, but I, I love it's been it. worth it. I definitely am very grateful. So, and you touched on when you were telling your story that you really appreciate um, looking up to other women in the industry and mentorship and learning from other women. Tell me a little bit more about that. Was there somebody in your path as you really have begun to make, you know, become to, what is the word? Begun. Good Lord, Caroline English. As you have begun to make a name for yourself in the industry, is there somebody that comes to mind that, you know, maybe spent a lot of time with you, helped you to develop or, or was there, um, was, did mentorship play a big role in your personal development? Tell tell me about that because that's really special. Yeah, um, I did. So when I started, um, I actually started working with BH management at the time and I had a boss. Her name is Lucy Contreras. Mm -hmm. And she actually, which is crazy, telling you this industry is small. She was the mother of a girl that I went to middle school with. What? Yes. So it was crazy. So when she, we got introduced to each other, we kind of started talking and then we started working around each other. And then I was like, yeah, that is her mom. Cause I remembered her. Wow. So I was like, you know what? That is Lucy. And um, my mom, um, well, the property that I worked at, she was not the manager yet, but eventually with time, she got transferred there, there as the manager. So she played a very big part of promotion mm. from going to leasing to assistant um, and because she believed in me and she saw, you know, when, and she had been in the industry, Jesus, at the time for maybe 16 or 20 years. Holy like it cow. was Yeah. So she saw, you know, like 
the core mm-hmm. that I that I could handle being potentially a manager one day. Mm-hmm. And she promoted me to assistant. So from being a leasing, I eventually got promoted to assistant. And we just had really good um, structure with that management company at the time um, that helped um, the learning process of everything. Yeah. And they offered a lot of different classes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But definitely her on site and her being able to let me be me at the same time mm. and not be such a micromanager. Yes. It allowed me to really like explore what I didn't even know I had in me. Mm. So as a manager now, that's what I took away from her. Like I I try not to micromanage. I I can I can see people, you know, for further further being. Like mm-hmm. they really want to they're eager to learn if they're eager to understand and, and be aware of things that they never were aware before. And just that initial want, mm-hmm. I could see it in someone because I was that person. So therefore I can be that person to somebody else now and help them progress in life. So just what, about two weeks ago, I promoted my groundskeeper. Oh, to, wonderful. Uh, yes, make ready. So why it was because I saw the initiative mm. of him wanting to learn and eager and he was just working his butt off and he went beyond his capabilities. You know what I mean? Like he had yes. more to give. So therefore you, as a supervisor, you see that in someone and you just, you use it, you know, yes. for the better of the property, your team, the ownership and, and the corporation. So I love that. And I think you did and have executed on what the fundamental goal of mentorship is, right? Like somebody pours into you, they share their wisdom, they believe in you, they trust that you are going to do what you say you're going to do, and you're going to figure out a way to make it work if you don't know how in that moment. But you have implemented those same principles now within your own team that you have the opportunity to lead. And it, I mean, yes. it's it's beautiful, right? Because I think that's always... The goal when people who are more tenored and have more experience and maybe have a little bit more seniority in the industry pour in to the newbies, the people who are trying to learn, the people who are trying to figure it out. And then Mm -hmm. you get to see the um, the wealth that's created through that relationship. Right. Like now you're in a leadership position and you are saying, hey, that was so impactful for me. I'm doing that for my team now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, my mentor tells me all the time, you can train skill, but you can't train character. And either you have the hunger or you don't. You have the drive or you don't you have the initiative or you don't and if you have you know you have these these leadership goggles on you you're you're now trained because of your your story you can Mm -hmm. see that right you can see this employee or this team member of mine they've got it or they don't and I'm going to Mm -hmm. acknowledge and reward it when it's there because it's so powerful so I love that thank you for sharing it it just it just helps it's a domino effect so Mm -hmm. it's going to make the company grow it's going to be wealthy for the company it's going to be wealthy for that person it's going to be a great thing a positive thing for everybody so you're so right you're so right and it affects every part of the process too it affects the resident it affects the culture in your office it affects affects corporate ownership teams it affects everybody everyone Mm -hmm. it's a i love it i love it i love mentorship and i always like to touch on it if the opportunity presents itself so thank you for sharing that 
Um, tell me a little bit about, let's talk about how you run your ship on site. Let's talk yeah. about staying organized. Let's talk about efficiency. Let's talk about accountability. So um, let's start with organization. You know, you've got uh, clearly a wealth of experience and um, mm -hmm. a great backbone supporting you. Uh -huh. So tell me mm -hmm. about how you are able to just stay on top of so many different moving parts on your community. How do you stay organized? Um, my thing is definitely planners, setting goals, mm. um, having team meetings and communicating everything with the team, the expectations on a weekly or every three day basis. I mean, really every day. Yeah. Uh, my team here, when, when I started at this property was in May and it was right, you know, when we had that winter storm. And so there was still units that had a lot of damages and we were really ending that, that part of things. Um, but the community here at Cityscape, it needed um, love. It needed somebody that was going to take charge and do the right thing and, and lead as an example, therefore, all the everyone below that will do the same thing, mm -hmm. um, and so that's kind of how I I started it here. I just became the example. I set the I set those boundaries. I got out there. I got dirty. I worked in maintenance for like two days. I wow. Came in jeans, shoot uh, sneakers, a hat on. Oh girl, my gosh! Power washing. What? <laughs> yes, it that's was so awesome. Yes, yeah, so it was. It took it it took trust as well, you know, because they go from so many different managers that at some point they get, you know, discouraged. Yeah. And so at that point they just needed a leader and they needed organization. Mm -hmm. And so I just came around and set the rules, I did checklists. This is what everybody's role is. Just implemented a plan, mm -hmm. right? A plan of action was just to get organized, clean the office, lead with positive attitude, mm -hmm. get dirty if you have to, show by example. If I still have to go pick up poop, I'll go pick up the poop. I mean, it's not a big deal. We're all doing it. I love um, that. So I think leading like that helped my team just mm -hmm. grow with me and grow and like do things on their own now. Now they understand the what I, you know, my expectations mm -hmm. and what the company's expectations are. And they see that I lead like that. And therefore, now they respect me for mm. it, you know. And then the residents, too. The residents automatically can see a change. And they can see that the staff was, like, more willing to help. Mm. They cared. They followed up when they said they were going to follow up. And it's just, it takes time. And communication, I think, is key as well. Yeah. Um, communicating with your residents, letting them know what's going on. And communicating with your team and letting them what, what's going on and what those expectations are. I think it's pretty easy after that. I think you just have to also give them, you know, um, you also have to, I think you have to just let them be who they are too. Mm. Like watch, because what I did was like I watched who was good at what, mm. you know, and then I see everybody's talent and then I put everybody's talent to work at where they're good at. That way as a ship, we can stay sailing. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I think that that's kind of how I, I made a lot of progress here for sure. I, you know, that's a really good point. And it's one that, you know, my leadership 
my leadership team and I talk about all the time. It's how do we make sure that we've got the right people in the right seat on the right bus? Like, are we all going in the right direction together? And are we all doing the thing that we need to be doing to get there? And, you know, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with determining, hey, I'm not in the right seat, right? Like, I would be so much more productive if you had me doing this, or I would be able to contribute so much more if you had me doing this, you know what I mean? But it's having, I really think it starts with the leader that's there, that's present, right? Having the courage and the boldness to to have that type of conversation and say, hey, listen, I just want to make sure that you're set up for success. And right now this doesn't feel successful. So let's make it successful. So, right, like, how do I help you get there? If this isn't what you want to be doing, and it's within our scope to give you the opportunity to do what you want to do, then let's talk about that. Let's make sure that you are set up for success, not only for you, because it's important that you are fulfilled in your own job, right? Like, I wake up and I'm happy to go to work. I want that for you. But also, like, you know, we're serving a a group of people, a community of people who are like this unit that they live in, this apartment. I mean, this is a fundamental part of their life. Like this is their home. So if you're not happy doing what you're doing, if you're not, you know, passionate about doing what you're doing and Uh that there's fallout there, you're now affecting somebody's home and how they feel when they come home at the end of the day after a long day at work. Having that clarity is so, so, so important. And I think you're right. I think you're totally right. I think that clarity and successfully being organized go hand in hand. And it really takes a um, it really takes a leader that is bold enough to say, I don't have a problem rolling up my sleeves, getting in the nope. trenches with you and doing it. I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I think or I really think that our industry in a lot of ways struggles with that. I don't see a lot of that type of leadership. I don't see a lot of people who are okay with that. Like, let's roll up our sleeves and go pick up dog poop, like what you were just describing, you know? I agree. Well, you know, and and I'm saying that because it worked for here, you know what I mean? Um, And it needed it. So I'm sure different properties, you know, depending on their demographics and, you know, their class A properties, class B properties, they need different type of things. But for here, for our demographic, I feel like we needed someone to do that. So I felt, I felt the vibe. Mm, <laughs> so I was yes. like, I need to go out there and do that and just lead by example. And it worked. Um, but yes, definitely the industry is so big that sometimes I, I worked for under, you know, really good managers and really good women that mm-hmm. empowered you and, and did all of that. Um, but I also worked around people that weren't so, yeah. powerful. you know what I mean? Like they were just really not yeah. good people. I mean, and I also looked up to that and I was like, I will never be that way. (laughs) And, you know, things happen to them. They never last long. It's it's sad, but it's (laughs) true, right? It's sad, but it's true. Like, I always tell my team and I, you know, I tell this to my husband often and he is not in the industry and I tell it to him so that he can apply it to his industry. But, you know, you you show people how you want to be treated and how you want to be respected. And if you're not giving me a reason to respect you, then that says a lot about your character. And as somebody who I'm expected to look up to and learn from and, um, you know, maybe admire in a lot of ways, 
it's important, right? It's important mm-hmm. that you approach your job um, like a good leader should, right? Like a good leader should and show up and set the example. And, and when you come onto a community, right, that, that needs a little love, that needs a little more attention, that needs a little more courage for somebody to stand up and say, hey, listen, I know you've gone through six managers in two years. I get it. I understand. There's been some turnover here, but things are about to change, right? To come on site and say, hey, I see it. I noticed it. I understand that you're discouraged, but we got to like, come on, we got to ship the sale people. Let's turn it around. Um, It's so, so, so important. And it is such, um, it it, it is so evident of the character of the leader that's in place. It is just, it's so, oh my God. And, And you know, I I love watching people step into that. I think from the vendor side, just because of the nature of our portfolio, we work really intimately with the properties that we're, we're with. And mm-hmm. when I get to see a leasing agent promoted to an assistant manager and she's still there and I'm still working with her or, you know, a manager becomes a regional and it's so exciting. And now she's got like six properties. It's so fun and watching, right? And, 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 and when it happens for you, seeing your character and your drive to lead affect your portfolio that you'll have one day, it's so exciting. It is. It's so much worth it. It is. It is so rewarding. So tell me about um, prioritization. Now, let's spend a couple of minutes on how you make sure that everything gets done that needs to get done in terms of you know, the corporate team that you're reporting to and the ownership needs that you're responsible for, the the make readies, the turns that you're dealing with, the resident issues that you're trying to navigate, um, the vendor issues that you're trying to navigate, all of it. I mean, th- there's a wide scope here and you have a team behind you to help you, but how do you make sure that everybody's needs are getting taken care of? How how do you balance that? Um. Ugh, multitasking. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. My my brain sometimes is like literally everywhere. I'll be at home and I'll think about, oh, snap. I was supposed to do this. Or tomorrow, that's the first thing I'm going to do because I'm, it's just going to feel better if I get it done tomorrow. Mm. Um, but I feel like under, knowing, well, first, yeah, understanding what those expectations are from upper hand. So from mm-hmm. ownership and, and getting to know them. Um, and when they're on site hearing and listening to what their expectations are is is literally that simple you know mm. what I mean you you listen <laughs> and yes. then you uh proceed with action you plan as to how to meet that goal you know if it's um like for instance right now we're re- renovating our gym mm-hmm. and so they you know they wanted scopes for different type of items and so just giving them those reports every week mm-hmm delivering that to them is what's going to make this the smoothest way possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's going to let leave them with less questions weekly because we meet with our owners every week. Yep. And so definitely having these meetings, knowing their what they need, what they want, their requirement, and just meeting them just on a checklist. Okay, today before my meeting or whatnot, what do I have to do? What vendors do I have to contact? And the vendors have been great. I mean, Usually managers and vendors, they work really, really, really close. Mm -hmm. And just like I said, communicating and letting them know, hey, I need this done by tomorrow because literally I have the the meeting with the owners the next day. 
they're usually very good about that because it's also the reputation that they want to keep. Sure. Um, helps, you know, both. Um, but our vendors have been great, um, whether it's for the gym, the gates, the cameras. I mean, it's just been those people have been really good to me. So I think it's also like that reputation of some of them have known me for a while. Yeah, sure. Love to work with me. Um, and even the new ones that I've met, they're like, oh, you're just you're easy. Like you're yeah. just easy to talk to. You're not you do anything we tell you, you, you understand it and you empower like you you're not problematic about it and yeah. I think like a lot of the times as a manager we have to some stuff we can't control yes we have to let the vendor do their part you know what I mean even when I reached out to you about any of my questions I mean I didn't know what to do so I, I had to ask you and you were yeah. absolutely amazing and helpful oh thanks um, and <laughs> and I mean that's pretty much how I feel like I've been able to complete everything every goal mm. um we are doing really good so i think you're right I, together is everybody's getting along you know there's no drama there's no thank god yeah yes so, but i feel like like i said like you the personality and character and just keeping a positive vibe is just gonna help like the universe you're in so if you're just you know, all about positive things and more than likely you're going to be dealing with positive people. If you're very negative about everything, then a lot of negative things are going to come your way. So I'm very, I, I believe in the law of attraction. So I, I, mm-hmm. do, I do believe that who you are is what's going to come to you. So absolutely. You reap what you sow, right? Like mm-hmm. I, the way I lead is the way I want to be treated. And if I'm going to lead mm-hmm. you with accountability and respect and positivity, then I expect nothing less than that. Yeah. Um, and I think also too, to your point, Aura is, um, you know, to go back to your original point, this is a people business. And mm-hmm. if I have stuff I need to get done, if I have goals that I've set and I, if I have stuff I need to achieve and there are people depending on me to get it done, it's communication. It's what you said a million times. It's communication. I have to understand what the expectations are. I need to understand what the deadlines are. I need to, I need to be communicated that information so that, you know, I can aim for success, right? I, I need to be able to have clear lines of communication and, you know, having weekly ownership calls. It's such a big deal. I cannot tell you how many yes. properties I have worked with. I currently work with that, you know, are in my pipeline to work with that don't have relationships like that with their ownership groups. And I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how you can be set up for success and how to run and operate your community if you don't understand the goals of the people who own it, right? The people who, right, this is, in a lot of ways, it's intimate on both ends. You've got people's homes you're dealing with, but the, but the group that owns the property, like, this is their legacy for their family, right? This is what they're leaving to their great-grandkids, to their great-great-grandkids, like, this is their thing. This is what they're leaving behind for their family one day. And and we have the opportunity to serve it and to be served by it. And it's it's very powerful when you look at it in that way. And and you guys on site are really at the helm of all of this. You're making sure that it all works. You are like as smooth as possible. As smooth as possible. And it and you know, the buck stops with you guys. Everything goes through you, everything touches you in some way. And um it's such a um, overwhelming is not the right word, but maybe it is. It's a big job. It's a really, it really big is a job. Big, it's a very, 
Yes, it has a lot of responsibilities because we are literally the in the battlefield, you know, out here dealing with everything, not only like within like our residents, but like in the community. Yes. Streets, you know what I mean? Like this entire area. So it's good to have, you know, involvement with, you know, your neighborhood police officer and yes. understand you also have to know what's going on out there and relate that to your residents or relate that to your to your staff so that they know um, what's going on. But, um, yeah, it's 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 a work. It's work. It is work. <laughs> You're right. It's work. And it's and for many, it's it's life changing work. And the impact that it has is so it's so big. Um, let's. I'm going to ask you, this is like, I always ask everybody this. It's my takeaway. I'm super selfish. I learned from it. And I think our Uh listeners learn from it too, especially those that want to be in your seat one day. And then Uh we'll, we'll wrap up. But tell me, Aura, if someone is new in the multifamily industry and they're on the property management side and, you know, maybe it's day one, they're a leasing agent and they're terrified. They have no idea what they're doing. They just know that a friend of a friend's said, Hey, you need to get into the apartment business because it's a fun business to be a part of. What, if you could give them your best piece of advice, what would it be? Um, the best piece of advice I would go with, hmm, there's a couple, but I'm going to say stay encouraged. Mm. Yeah. I think if you stay you know, involved and encouraged and you find encouragement in every situation, it's only going to lead you to where I'm at right now Mm -hmm. and further, you know what I mean? Because even with Valiant, like I haven't been with the company for a long time, but with this time, like I am happy. They are great. They, these women, my regional, my direct um, portfolio director, even like our VP, like even our owner, like, they're really good people mm-hmm. and they, I've, I can hang out if I want to, like if I want to call them or they just feel like you can talk to them, yes. you know, make you feel like, Hey, thank you for all that you do at your property. And so it, it's just that encouragement. So I think that just stay encouraged, try to see everything that you can from the positive of things. I know it's rocky at the beginning learning, but with a good leader and a good management that's willing to teach you um, what you need to know and prepare you, you're going to be good. You're going to be okay. You're not, there's nothing wrong. There's, there's good days, there's bad days, but that isn't any industry you could be in. Mm. So I think if you just see the good thing and everything, you'll be okay. I love you'll it. Right. I wrote that down. Stay encouraged. Stay encouraged. Yeah, definitely. I tell my daughter all, all the time. She has been around, literally, she was like 11 months old when I started this job. So, wow. Yeah. So she's seen my progress, right? And so she's also like her little personality. She also gets into her character of like a little manager. And even when I have brought her around, like my staff is like, that's little Aura. She, <laughs> she does not mind going out there, picking up the trash or she'll say, mom, mom, I saw somebody that had their trash outside their door. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> write down the number. And so, and it's, and it's, you know, you're, she's watching me, mm-hmm. right? 
So it's almost like it's the same thing with your team. Like they're always watching you. And so she's always watching me. She always wants to like be me. She's like, one day I'm going to be a manager and I'm going to tell them this, this or that. And so she's just already thinking Mm -hmm. because she's staying encouraged, right? Mm -hmm. She's staying like, she's seeing only the positive things. She doesn't see the people yelling at us or Mm -hmm. them upset about something. She's only looking at things for their beauty, right? Mm -hmm. Like what makes you, what makes it better for Mm -hmm. the community? Because she knows that with the trash being inside, or in the dumpster, it's for a good purpose. That's uh, right. She's smart. <laughs> so it's one of those things where, yeah, just stay encouraged, stay positive. If you like it, just learn as much as you can. Um, ask questions. Mm. Don't be afraid. Um, just get everything. Be a be a sponge. Soak up everything you can learn, and you'll be before no time. You'll be successful. I love it. Oh, I love it. Thank you. I always love to ask that question because everybody's answer is a little different. You never know. Yeah. You never know. You never know. And I'm like, okay, I can learn from this. So give me some advice, you know? Um, I love it. And I, I, I wrote that down. Stay encouraged. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so right. I think you are so correct. And I love that uh, story you shared about your daughter. And you're right. You. She is always watching. And your team is watching. And you're right. And I had a baby in June. My my first yeah. my first baby is so exciting. It's so... I called you and you were like, sorry if you hear my baby. <laughs> yes, I know. And she was like itty bitty. And now she's like five months oh. old. And I'm like, oh my God, you're what? It's like, you're not a newborn anymore. What is this? Um, but uh, I... It hits home when you say that. Like, she's watching mm-hmm. because... Welcome. Right? <laughs> like, I get that now. Like, she is watching and... Every move I make, every move I make, and the same sentiment applies professionally. Your team is watching, your customers are watching, the industry is watching, and uh, you know yes. to think of it in a positive way. Like, of course, there are going to be people who are watching and waiting for you to mess up because, like, hello, this is Earth; it happens. But to think of it, it like you've said this whole this whole episode think of it in in a positive way like people are watching yeah. you because they want to learn from you they they, exactly. they want to help you succeed they want to watch you be successful they they want to be a part of that for you they want to celebrate you they want to acknowledge you and boost you and promote you and do all of these great things um it is, I think it's very impactful, especially for somebody who's new to the industry, maybe who has like, you know, heard a friend of a friend of a cousin of a friend said, hey, you need to be in the apartment world. It's it's a good, it's a good group of people. It's a good party to be a part of. Um, I think that's solid advice. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. And I am so excited that I had you on our show today. Thank you so much, Miss Aura, for being on our um, Tell Me Your Story episode with the Solutions by Southwest Utility podcast. For those that are listening, this podcast is available on all platforms. You can listen to a podcast. So if you're Team Spotify or Team Apple Podcast or Team whatever podcast platform you listen to, you can access this episode. I would encourage you to come back, listen in, listen listen again. Um, I am so honored and privileged to have the opportunity now and coming to continue to share the stories of leaders in our industry. There's so much to learn here. There's so much 
wisdom. There's so much collective knowledge. There's so much growth to be done. And uh, so much of it uh, can happen from the relationships that we have currently in the industry. If we would all just stop, take a minute, slow down and listen to what each other has to say. So much good stuff to learn. So thank you for being on the show today. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. All right, guys. Tune in next time for our next episode um, as we continue the Tell Me Your Story series. Uh, Until next time, um, I hope you guys stay safe, stay well, and uh, tune back in soon. All right. Bye, guys.